Yep, you know what it is, your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me, no smoke with me. And you know what I'm saying, I'm here um, smoking my Birkins pink panties. Pink that panties, Delta 8. That didn't sound right, but smoking this Delta <laughs> 8, you know what I'm saying? Shit is fire right here, bro. You're Delta 8 nice fan. But you know, I'm DJ Infamous, and I got my co-host, my partner. Wolf of Weed Street, back on him, man. I'm glad you wasn't Billy D. Williams voice this time, baby. You that can't do D. it. Nah. Okay, it so I got different levels to the... It might be the Delta 8. Okay. What strain you... What, what, what flavor you got? Uh, this is an orange gelato right here. Mm. It's an orange gelato right here. But ain't nothing like these pink panties, though. Pink panties is nice. I like that one. Hit good. They on that synthetic. I'm on the D9. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how's man? What else? What's been good, man? Yeah, just maintaining, man. Keeping it going, man. You know, uh, pushing the envelope. Mm. Uh, dispensary open. Oh, yeah. Tell the people about the dispensary. Uh, Tell them. Winter Circle Cannabis Company in Van Nuys, man. We uh, we did a soft opening a couple weeks ago. We'll be doing our big grand opening in about two weeks. Mm. But uh, come see us, man. We got all our in-house strains. Birkin, PB&J, 1942, Pink nice. Pineapple. On the way. Top Geezer. Everything on the lineup will be available there. You know we got the best prices on our stuff. Believe that. And listen, if you ever in Las Vegas, everybody looking at me, tuning to me right now, if you ever in Las Vegas, don't go to the hotel. Keep your luggage on you, right? Go straight. Don't even go to the casino. Don't even go to the casino. Go straight to Hardeen. It's the number one dispensary in Las Vegas, Nevada. We got awards, you know, saying that. Back to back to back to back like to the back Lakers, to y'all back like back awards. to back to back to back to back. We like the Bulls in the nineties, baby. Okay. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Tough. Got awards. Yeah, my Jordan over there. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my whole brand, my whole Hardeen family. But listen, make sure y'all pull up. They have the best products. Um, shout out to the Bud Tenders, Adam, Zach. You know what it is? Bonix. I see you. Shout out to my boy Bonix. He's on tour with Khalifa. He's also uh, with us at Hardeen. So. Definitely sh- make sure you uh, when you get to Las Vegas, that's your first destination. Claps for that. <laughs> Gotta check that out. Gotta check that out. For sure. Yeah, man. Well, shit, man. We're here, man. It's another episode. Episode um, 11. Episode 11, man. Come on episode now. 11. Episode 11. 11, 11, 11. Congrats, episode 11. Fellas. Yeah, I believe that. Yep. Episode 11, man. You know, um, again, you know, we, we like to use our platform to educate people, to bring light to certain uh concepts and situations and and, um, and and people in the industry and this next guest that we have on here I, you know this brother has been making waves in Atlanta he's gonna be making waves everywhere mm-hmm. um, he's got a, a lot of uh, information on um, health health CBD CBD he has his own um, line like we gotta let's let's dig into yeah, it we can go on and on and yeah, on let's, 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 let's really dig story. into it uh, Wolf can you introduce our special guest for today. Special guest, episode 11. We had a doctor, not Dr. J, Dr. Hassan Hodge. Sir. Clap, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, man. What's up, man? Man, everything's good, bro. This hot ass summer. You know? Doc, I was just trying to stay Ve- cool. I was just in Vegas uh, like a week and a half ago. I'm talking about that. It was 115. Uh, that's that's, that's hot. Yes. Yes. That's why you got that tan, huh? Yes. That's Vegas tan. I've just been drinking water. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure my diet right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Gotta, how good. much water are you drinking? You keep talking about this water you drink. I'm just drinking. saying, bro. You know, when you drink a lot of water, it keeps your skin nice and clear. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like a couple weeks ago, I was drinking sodas and, be, and drinking. So that's what I got this on my face. But I got to get back to the water. It keeps your skin looking nice and gotta clean. Gotta stay and hydrated, gotta bro. Stay, what are you 
tell come him? Come on, man. Come on, <laughs> bro. Some common sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get you did hear what he said, though, y'all. He said two weeks ago he was just drinking soda. Yeah. So that means well, he ain't been drinking water that long. Nah, but you know, I'm back. I I'm just back to it. Okay, you ain't been drinking water that long. I ain't catching urinary tract infection. Hell no, I can't do that. Get some water in your life, baby. Yeah, get some water. Stay hydrated, yeah. man. Well, Don't let the definitely. doc get on you now. Oh, hold on, doc. Before, wolf in the dock about to hop on you. Hold on, doc. Before we go any further, doc, what are you smoking? What you got right here, baby? Yeah, what's, what's, what's that? Came, One of my favorite It smells brands. good. I'm, it's I'm, uh, Paris OG. Paris OG. Love the Terps. Mm. Ton of uh, Caraflin, ton of Myrcene. Uh, helps me from my chronic pain. So. Nice. I, I like chemotypes, chemovars, high in Myrcene and Caraflin. And you prefer it with the tips? Uh, yeah. Absolutely, I ain't man. gonna front. If, if you I, get that resin lip, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> facts, facts. They are in your teeth, you know. Right, right, right. It's terrible. Um, so is that that's that's um, CBD? I mean, what? That's, oh, that's, that's full. That's a okay. Delta Nine. All right, Delta Nine. Delta Nine. Nice. Um, Delta Nine is great. Delta A is a big wave. You know, saved the uh, saved a lot of the hemp farmers. Mm -hmm. You know, can you can you do, can you do this for the okay for the people that are watching that don't know? Can you tell them what? Delta 8 and Delta 9 is what it does. Like, you break that down. And what's the difference? And what's Got the difference, you. right? So, Delta 9 is the main psychogenic cannabinoid on the cannabis sativa L. So, hemp and cannabis all come from the family Cannabacea, genus species cannabis sativa L. So, they're the same. Right. Uh, hemp was bred for more industrial uses, and uh, uh, the cannabis was bred for more medicinal uses. Right. So um, hemp was uh, legalized in 2018, uh, President Trump with the U.S. Farm Bill. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, people got in and there was no motion. There was no motion, right? right? Because it wasn't a big market for the fiber. Uh, you got to see the BMW uh, i3s, that dashboard has hemp in it. Uh, you know, hemp Crete hasn't really taken off. It's taken off like I thought it would. Right. right. Um, you know, cleaning the soil with hemp, you know, all these uses, all the, in the past, in history, all the historical uses of hemp has, have not been applied. So um, Delta-8 was discovered, and Delta-8 is found on the plant, but very tiny, tiny. So with this farm bill, people weren't making money. Uh, they knew they can chemically convert so, CBD. Slow, slow, that, slow down right. for a minute because a lot of the listeners don't don't know, and we know what the farm bill is. But can you break the farm bill down and just kind of let let people know how it affected Georgia and how it let a lot of uh, new generation hemp farmers and people get the opportunity to, to grow hemp in Georgia about with the farm bill? All right. Well, basically, the farm bill distinguished hemp from cannabis. Mm -hmm. uh, we all know cannabis is a federally illegal drug. Uh, it's still a Schedule One drug, just as bad as cocaine, just as bad as meth, just as bad as uh, heroin. Um, every state has the right to interpret federal law. So now you have 37 states that said, "Hey, cannabis is not a drug here; it's it's a medical here." Right. So with the Farm Bill in 2018, when hemp got taken off the Schedule Drug One list, all 50 states got to be entrepreneurs get into this and it's a 36 billion dollar industry in like three or four months 36 uh, billion and it goes from medicine it's hemp beauty it's replacing the petroleum uh makeup it's uh it's uh the chapstick the scrubs you know the you lotion the cotton, mm -hmm. you don't need oh, absolutely it's uh gonna it's it's making you know all, we're in a 
switch to all the cars becoming electric. So hemp is a the hemp is is a very malleable and lighter than uh, steel and stronger than steel. Uh, you know, we're in the midst middle of a um, pan um, not a pandemic opioid epidemic. You know, yeah. CBD by itself is as evidence based medicine. You know, great for nicotine, tobacco, but it's going to help people with opioids withdrawal symptoms and help them become an exit drug. So that's what CBD is. So Delta-8 can be converted from CBD by just adding an acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that saved the hemp industry, you know, because that was a legal loophole. Uh, Delta-8 and Delta-9 are both going to be agonists on your CB1 receptor. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have an endocannabinoid system, ECS. Everyone has a different one, so... There's a few myths, you know, what I feel when I smoke, when I inhale cannabis is different from what my brother's going to feel. Right. It's going to be different from what he's going to feel. Right. We all have a unique ECS, and it's like a fingerprint. Um, so Delta-8 has psychogenic properties just because it can chemically binds to your CB1 receptors. That's predominantly in your brain. Mm-hmm. Your CB1 receptor, unlike the CB2 receptor, is responsible for psychogenic effects. So uh, in the 70s, when Delta-8 was discovered, Big Pharma was like, yo, let's do this because Delta-8, unlike Delta-9, doesn't convert to CBN as fast. And for people to understand CBN, that's a natural degradation product of Delta-9. You know, when you store it, light, air hitting your cannabis, it's going to slowly break down to CBN. Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) Still psychoactive, but not as psychoactive as Delta-9. Right. So Delta-8 is a more sturdier product. It won't convert to Delta-9. I mean, CBN like Delta-8. Plus, Delta-8 sticks to your CB1 receptor once it crosses your blood-brain barrier. It doesn't stick as much as Delta-9. So people would love to call Delta-8 like a diet weed or a mild weed. Right, right. So that's, that's very... Definitely, that's definitely what they... You know, it, it definitely weed. gets the monkey off <laughs> their back. And, and, you know, I would definitely say that it's kind of like a light, a lighter version or a mild weed. Right, right. So in the medical world, and as far as uh, clinical research and clinical trials, Delta Eight has a bigger, a brighter future than Delta Nine because we can, you can research it, you can do uh, experiments, you can do clinical trials because it's off the Schedule One list. You got to jump, you got to jump through so many hurdles and obstacles to do studies with Delta Nine. Right. So that's the main difference, you know, um, Delta Eight. Eventually, you know, here in Georgia, you know, I, I have Delta Eight products. Mm-hmm. I have Delta Eight gummies, mango, uh, pina colada. Yeah, great let, tasting. Let, let, let the people know where, yeah. can, where can they get your products from. Oh, holistic. Well, not only not only where they can get them. Can you give them a list of kind of like give a breakdown of what products you have available? Yeah. Besides the gummies, I know you got pre rolls. Yeah. I know you have topicals. Just kind of break break down the products. Also break down, you know, uh, how you know if they wanted to get faster into their system. Yeah. What what they would want to use, you right? Know what I mean? uh, we can go over the yeah. uh, those. That's uh, pharmacokinetics, and that's something that I love. Uh, pharmacodynamics. So the drug does something to the body, like getting you high. That's pharmacodynamics. Mm-hmm. But pharmacokinetics is what does your body do to the drug? So just since you brought it up, as far as pharmacokinetics, you know, people have edibles, right? Right. And everyone's has this horrible story where they want to almost call poison controller. Like, what the hell did you give me, right? Yeah, we've all had that. Right. You know what, you know what I say with the edibles, though? I always say you, you can always take more, but you can't take less. 
You can always take more, but you can't take less. Oh, yeah. Don't don't try to jump off the bridge. You can't. Don't bungee jump. Because you, you the, think you think it ain't gonna hit, give it a second. They did that to me. But who's patient? Who's gonna wait 30, 45 minutes? Yeah. So yeah. what he's saying, most people are gonna be fall victim of stacking, you yeah. know, versus waiting 45 minutes or an hour, you're gonna take a bite of that brownie. And the dosing is horrible. What what's one bite? Yeah. Right. You know, what's one square? Right. So these are problems in the industry that we're gonna be fixed. So uh as far as pharmacokinetics and why you should wait 45 minutes with an edible, because anything you eat has to go through your liver. Your right. liver breaks down everything. So that's called first pass metabolism. But when it hits your, and it's very, it's not a clean system. Most of that brownie is gone. Right. You know, it's only a few, the bioavailability of cannabis is not the best. Right. So when it hits your liver, two things happen. Oxygen gets Put on that delta on the delta nine in the hydrogen, right? Mm-hmm. That changes the whole experience. So now you have a hydroxylated delta nine, and when it sticks to your CB one receptors, it mm-hmm. doesn't let go in two or three hours. It stays for almost twelve to twenty four hours. Right. <laughs> Just that one little oxygen and hydrogen. Yeah, I gotta get back at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> And and it, and, it, and it won't let go. Right, 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 you right. right. For, for opioids, we have Narcan. You know, I think he can be in an overdose and I can hit him with some Narcan and it'll take that opioid off his weeks, receptor. Man, he, he, be, he better not be soft. Be Don't soft be soft, though. Nah, he ain't be soft for two weeks. I'm going to feel it in the morning, though. So <laughs> My kids going to be like, Daddy, I'm like, oh, don't touch your shoulder. My bad, bro. You just dislocated that man's shoulder. <laughs> you good. My bad. Well, actually, you know what? He bruised me the first time. <laughs> I just ain't say that. The first time, he was like, my man right here. I was like, oh, I felt that. That's no, not good. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, there's yeah, no yeah. reversing agent. Once you high. Right. It's no high. You high. Uh the opioids, they have Narcan. Narcan will take that opioid, that fentanyl, that perk off the receptor and block it. Say, hey, you know, we're safe, right? Right. Uh, you have flumanazil. You know, someone took too many Ambien or Xanis. You know, mm-hmm. I can give you something and it'll knock off the Xanax off that receptor. Hey, safe. And it's, you'll be safe. Right. With, with cannabis, uh, and this is why I can't wait and want to inspire these young people to be, get chemistry degrees, get plant botany degrees, understand the science. Speak on that for a minute, just because the way the industry is moving and the way that these MSOs, these these billion-dollar companies are coming to the industry, there's going to be careers and and opportunities in those fields. You know, but before, because we we didn't even talk about the products yet, but before we talk about the products, just speak on, you know, how our people can can get into those jobs and get into those lanes because those jobs are going to be opening up. Absolutely. Um. As far as what he's saying is like the ancillary business, the non-plant touching business, you know. You know someone that's an HVAC technician, like certified. God, look on on the cannabis jobs in Atlanta right now. They're hiring for HVAC technicians. You You got to build out all these cultivations. Yes, you know someone that is killing bugs for a living, pesticides, you know, spraying. You know someone that's in the real estate. You know someone, an accountant. These are the non-plant touching you get paid first the grower gets paid last the dispensary owner is on the last he he as far as verticality he's the last person you know so he's got to bump up the prices you got to go to yeah that's the sale 
Um, as far as uh, chemists, lab, lab technicians, uh, brand ambassadors, these are all lanes. Someone's got to, you know, at the end of this year, the feds are going to say, hey, this is not a scheduled drug anymore. So someone's going to have to do a PowerPoint for all these Fortune 500 companies talking about cannabis in the workplace. Right. Someone's got to present that. Someone's got to make that. Um, someone's going to help with reform. Someone's going to help, you know, uh, have nonprofits to help people that uh, have their records sealed, rehabilitate into society. You know, uh, someone's going to have a bunch of nonprofits that are going to say, hey, grow, you're making all this money. This is still a cash business. Let me get some donations. Let me get some of these, uh, some tinctures. Let me get some salves. Let me get some topicals right. at no cost. Uh, so I implore my parents that are listening, teenagers that are listening, pursue a degree in cannabis. Uh, I just graduated from uh, University of Maryland mm -hmm. and got my master's in cannabis. Congrats on that, man. Yeah. Let me ask you, like, Rewind just a little bit. What made you want to go into that? What made you want to study that? Bro, um, I, I broke my neck in 2012, mm -hmm. right? So I got plates and screws in my neck. Uh, I'm on all the opioids. I prescribe opioids. I didn't know what that shit was doing to people. Right. I'm having all the side effects, adverse events. The constipation is the worst, you know? Um, uh, the numbness of your emotions is horrible, too. I was on benzos. I was on a bunch no of Ambien. I couldn't sleep for two or three hours. I'm doubling up on Ambien. Um, trazodone. Mm -hmm. And half the world had the answer to chronic pain. Right. Uh, so I was living in the state here in Georgia. Cause we didn't get our situation gone, signed in 2016, uh, uh, thanks to Governor Deal. So before I broke my neck, you know, once this thing was popping, I was... Every state that I was turning, bro, I was I was doing slides. Right. Because I was like, look, man, I'm at the end of my medical career. I've been practicing for 20 years. What have I done? Right. right? So I was all I was head first in the cannabis industry because it was like 1.8% black owned, right? So right. I was like, look, and the textbooks are this thin. It's this thin. <laughs> right. It is thin. There are, we know nothing about cannabis. Nothing. So people that say, hey, they know nothing. We know nothing about cannabis. We're just starting to really understand this plant. Um, so I was like, look, this is a point in time where if anybody gets in, they can be a subject expert. What other sector is like that? You right. know, Unless you can write code. Unless you're on that plant-based wave, which is getting saturated. Mm -hmm. You know? Unless you're in the crypto, you know? And the, and, and that's just, and that's not, just not allow us. What other lanes are there, right? right? So this is a huge lane that I can really make a difference. And this failed drug war decimated blacks in the brown community. Facts. So before I broke my neck, I was like, look, bro, this is a situation where I can help right the wrongs. You know, I can use my MD. Uh, textbooks are nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, every, every time we start something, we're way behind, right? But. They can't with the cannabis industry. Right. Even these legacy growers, nobody's going to care next year. You know, uh, you know, all these mergers and acquisitions, they'll be pushed out too. So everything's going to look completely different because there has been no path forward. So 
that opportunity to inspire people because I was like, look, man, the youth need a real play. They need a they need a play, bro. Facts. They need a play. So I'm like, hey, if they can look at someone that looks like them, been through shit they've been through, and I can give them a real lane in this cannabis industry, bro, we can dominate. Especially Atlanta. Right. And I really believe Atlanta can be the cannabis capital of the world. It can be. A culture, a swag. Influence, yeah. All influence. That, yeah. So nice. I was already in, but once I broke my neck and had the clinical success and saw the, uh, because I was, bro, um, 46, yeah, 46 years old, mm-hmm. say no to drugs, dare, crime dog, McGruff, bro. Those are my right. coloring books. <laughs> right, right. So I didn't, I didn't touch weed, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't touch weed really till I broke my neck. You know what I'm saying? So I break my neck, boom, I have all this success. So I'm like, bro, let's let's go. Let's so hire the, some the, let's hire some lobbyists. Let's let's create some law. Let's find out what politicians is really backing this thing. What's who's thinking, who's forward thinking, who's gonna have the balls to, to, to sign a bill. Right. You know, before on their second term, you know, the, the politics. So uh that's that's what it was. And then once this uh master's program became available and it was the first in the world. I was like, shit, got to be there. Right. Yeah, I got to be there because now I don't want nobody knowing more than me. Facts. It's not easy. Information, just like, we, we all know I just don't want nobody key. knowing more than me. Yeah. You know? So that's how I can stay on top of the game and I'm going to give the game right to my folks. You know? So definitely, word, right? we're, this industry is, point, is going to the direction where you might, you're going to need a degree to even talk about it. And we can't be left behind, you know? So right. there's no first, second generation, you know, once this thing starts to, Time you know. There, yeah, there's so many universities that have cannabis programs, technical schools that have cannabis programs, there's online cannabis programs. And like I said, there's a master's program. You know, Morehouse School of Medicine is building a program over at the, at the <laughs> Morehouse School of Medicine, right. a cannabis uh, uh, program. So it's really, really important um, and there's other HBCUs that have cannabis programs. Yeah, yeah. FAMU, Tuskegee, Southern. Alabama State, Southern um, have cannabis programs. Yep. Uh, definitely important to get in, um, especially if you have an interest in chemistry. Because everything we smoke, any Delta 9, any g- gummy that you ingest, any mm-hmm. topical, my, I ain't going to hear him. My, my, <laughs> do, my dog, he ain't the doctor, he's just a chemist, right? <laughs> yeah. Just four-year four-year college degree, he has to okay it before it goes to the shelves of the dispensary. Right, right, right. So, yeah, there's a master grower, then it comes to him, right? He gets profit sharing as well, too. You do well enough, a lot of these MSOs, vertical companies, will give you profit sharing. Mm -hmm. Because the more he okays, you know, the more money you're going to make, right? Passive income. So he's got to test for pesticides. He's going to check the the little white sheet. He ain't doing nothing to the grow. He ain't doing the touch. He's touching for heavy metals, chromium, bromide, mercury, selenium, aluminum. He's testing for that. He's looking. He ain't doing the work. He's just double checking. Right. And putting his stamp on it and making 250 at 22. COA. Crazy. Super. Yeah, crazy. So now the investment of education makes sense to our people. Because like, why, go, why, why spend two hundred fifty thousand and then do what? Right now I can say, hey, you spend two hundred fifty thousand. Boom, you make two fifty that first year out. Yeah. You, you, you say it's a real move. It's a real play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nice. Uh, for sure, man. So tell us about uh, kind of the, the lineup of products you have. Yes. And, um, you know, what you have available. 
um, what you recommend for different, you know, like, I mean, I, I got a cream that I, I use on my knee, you know, because, you know, so what kind of recommendations do you have for different applications of, of the products that you have available? Um, I have a focus formulation, and that's a, a CBD, uh, something for the morning, great for ADHD, just great for getting things done, you know, tangential thinking, you know. We're, right. We're in the age where it, everyone's distracted, but if you have problems from A to B to C to D to E to Z, try focus. I have an unwind formulation that helps for improve sleep onset these and sleep are duration. These are, are these are pills. Okay. Uh, I have topicals. Um, like you said, it's great for osteoarthritis. It's great for uh, any arthritis. It's great for eczema. Great for psoriasis. Um, for my Folks that are exploring topicals, do not buy topicals with THC in it. It's a waste of money. Mm. You know, the CB1 receptor is located in the subdermis. No, There's no topical cream that goes that deep, that right. penetrates. So just get CBD topicals. Those stores and those bud tenders don't know what they're talking about. Um, I also have... Uh, uh, you, everyone's heard of Rick Simpson oil mm-hmm. yeah. or Fec- or, or uh, FECO, full extract cannabis oil. I have Doc Hodge oil, DHO. Uh, it's for, you know, we're in an oil-only state. This is oil-only. We're not full flower yet. We right. have 18 jurisdictions where we're decriminalized, you know, less than one ounce. Does mean it's still illegal. Right. Uh, we've just been decriminalized, especially here in Atlanta since uh, 2017. Clark, Clarkson was 2016. That was the first city to be decriminalized in Georgia. So us being oil only, I used to do the cannabis recommendations for for Georgians. Mm-hmm. So um, when this program started in 2016, uh, I was one of the first physicians to start signing patients up and caregivers. So, only- so speaking of that, that was one of the first things that I had ever heard about you in Atlanta was because of that. So kind of like educate everybody on that. Yeah, uh, once I found success with cannabis, um, I really focused on not just the good, I focused really on the bad and the ugly of cannabis. Side effects, adverse events, what diseases can happen for it. Because all the good is just all popular opinion. Right. So, um, and popular opinion is not science. It's not predictable. Um, so when, when, we, when Nathan Deal finally signed this bill, um, Haley's Hope, uh, Haley was a Georgian that was having 400 or 500 seizures. Mm-hmm. Uh, she passed. But um, because of Haley and the compassion of our legislators, we finally had a compassionate medical bill, uh, which was signed, which 2015 signed by Governor Dill, 2016 on his last term out. Um, so we had, now we have this cannabis program, but we have no access. We still have no access. Right. Uh, access is, Dispensaries. Dispensaries is the retail. You can't go to the pharmacy because it's a Schedule One drug. So right. we have to do a. Rec- That's why I can't do a prescription. I have to do a recommendation because cannabis is a Schedule One drug. Prescriptions are Schedule Two to Schedule Five drugs. Mm. So I um, I wanted to really kind of right the wrongs in medicine. You know, I've, you know, after twenty years of practicing, <clears throat> most physicians or we're just really sales agents right. for these pharmaceutical companies. Um, they're not helping. One pill leads to another pill. And, um, you know, this was a way to, and then also like most docs don't take their own advice. So you go, you get cancer, 
you know, what doctor, what, what oncologist is taking the chemo and say, hey, this is what you'd expect. Right. Or, you know, we, you know, they don't know. So, you know, you know, we take an oath when you become a physician. First, do no harm. And second, practice with empirical evidence. Empirical evidence is what you put in your body. What do you take? Right. You know? So it's not like reading something that's full of bias that you're just going to give people. And, you know, black and brown people, since, you know, we poorly, we don't even sign up for clinical trials. Nah. So we're taking all these world's drugs and we're not even, they don't even, we're not even being tested with it. So we don't know how it's going to affect our bodies. Right. There's differences between That's real white, shit. black, Hispanic. Yeah. We don't even sign up for the drugs that we're testing. And boom, once they're on the market. We're trying it. We, we sign right up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So cannabis you know, to do, to, do, to do the recommendations, I needed that past experience. I needed those failures in medicine. Right. And I needed my own testimony in my own situation, you know, my chronic pain, my nerve pain to really do good work out right. here in Georgia. Nah, it makes sense. Yeah. Like seeing where you seeing yeah. where, where you came from with your back <laughs> and then what, what made you want to go into that lane that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Take smoke break real fast. Smoke break. Um, this smoke break is brought to you by Birkins Pink Panties Delta 8. Available at all Smoke World locations. Yeah. Let them know where all your stuff is available to. I'm at Holistic Hemp, George. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what you smoking? <laughs> at, at Delta what nine. you smoking? Smoke with me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm at Delta 9, Balsam. I need to hit that mother. Paris OG. That Paris hit. Uh, <coughs> HolisticHempGeorgia.com. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. HempGA.com for all my products. Please. Please support. Please support. Yep. Something that's doc approved, doc stamp. Um, lots of research. And it's just the beginning. Right. So you said you got yeah. the pills, you got the uh, topicals, you got the tinctures. Got the uh, oil, the syringe. Mm -hmm. Uh, in our, How many in, milligrams is in that syringe? Uh, one cc. You're allowed to carry uh, about 120 of my of my syringes mm -hmm. if you're a patient or caregiver here in Georgia. You know, uh, when you get your medical card here in Georgia, this is the only way you're going to be able to get into a dispensary. Mm -hmm. People that are unfamiliar with it, uh, we uh, are set up for home delivery here in Georgia. Right. So, uh, in about a month or two, you'll hear some big news. You know, and and, so can uh, you let everybody know where to where to get their uh, wherever they they can get their card from you? Um, I don't do the recommendations anymore. Okay, uh, I'll give you Doctor Musa's number. Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Musa M O U S S A, and his phone number for Jordans only two zero five two four two five three nine nine. Again, that's two zero five two four two five three nine nine. Give and you got text. that here, man, on Smoke With Me Podcast first, man. Smoke you got that on podcast. Smoke With Me Podcast, text. man. Uh, no, delivery is available. There's 18 diseases, applicable diseases here in the state. It's quite robust. Um, we even have post-traumatic stress disorder. There's no blood test. There's mm -hmm. no MRI. There's no x-ray for that. Uh, uh, racial trauma is PTSD, so you can get a card for cannabis. It does help. Uh with, with memories, um, you know, a PTSD is a problem with the hippocampus. That's where we store memories. Um, cannabis actually blunts those triggers. 
and blunts those enzymes, mm-hmm. that receptor that wants to have that startle effect. So that's the great evidence with uh, cannabis and PTSD. Uh, we also have autism. You know, one in 52 babies are going to be uh, diagnosed with autism or autism spectrum disorder. Great cannabis is great for that as well. So nice. uh, we have chronic pain, peripheral neuropathy, Crohn's disease, epilepsy, Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's, uh, end of life. Uh, of course, my sickle cell soldiers, we have been helping them with cannabis mm-hmm. since day one here. Um, so my nephew has has sickle cell, and, you know, that's why a lot of this hit, hits home for me with the opioids because, you know, as you know, you know, they – the first thing they do is tell him to come to the hospital and, and, and get those, basically get those injections, man. Right. So what do you, what would you, for, for somebody like him, what in your product line would you recommend? Oh, high CBD and then the oil. Oil. You know, yeah, get a card. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he would get a caregiver card. because He's yeah. in California. Oh, still need a caregiver card. Okay. Yeah. Um, get on some oil um, and what, the evidence-based medicine, not popular opinion for sickle cell, is that their hospital admission, hospital admissions mm-hmm. for sickle cell crisis decrease. Their opioid usage decreases. Right. Also, the uh, do- the dosage won't be as high. So instead of like a Perc-10, they mm-hmm. just need a Percocet 2.5. Instead of like a Roxycodone 30, they just need like a 5-milligram Roxycodone to keep them at bay. Um and the great thing about cannabis, we just recently discovered, you know, we all know about the endocannabinoid system, but it's actually an endocannabidome, which there's a lot of crosstalk, cross-receptor talk when you inhale cannabis. Right. My favorite, my favorite delivery method is inhalation because it's close to an IV. You know, I can't wait 45 minutes I have to have my pain relief immediately. And within right. one to two minutes, my plasma concentration is going to be just like an IV. Right. So smoking is the most common preferred method for medicinal cannabis use around the world. Right. Um, well, I, was just, I was just about to ask you, what, what hits the system quicker? The quickest is smoking. Just the quickest quicker. will be an IV. The quickest is IV. Yes. And then like smoking and then. Smoking is, and then there'll be, um, and then buckle using your gums. Uh, under your tongue, so blue. Oh yeah, like with the with the uh, with, the, with the tinctures. Yeah, the tinctures. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else would be oral ingestion, um, and you also can use your rectal rectum. I have this uh, this um, uh, suppositories as well. You know, so you can use your rectum. I can't use them, Bruh, There's so many conditions. I can't use them, man. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Like, hey, if you had terrible Crohn's, if you uh, have. Cancer. Nah, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Now nah, take gonna, that back. You gonna you gonna use that record? Right. You're right. Fuck right. it. Fuck it. Right. Fuck it. Hey, end of life. You know, <laughs> and when we're when we're all if we're, it's not something tragic, you know, we're all going to come to a point where we can't protect their air, your airway. Right. Right. You're going to be semi comatose, and guess what? I'm going to be doing. I'm putting Tylenol up your butt. I'm putting Ativan up your butt. I'm putting Phenobarbital up your butt. Right. Yeah. You could just. You know. It's all part of the gut. You know. So. Yeah. And it, and it bypasses the liver. A lot of people are going to be sensitive to uh, edibles. They're not mm. going to have the enzyme. There's the enzyme FA, F-A-A-H, that breaks down cannabis. So some people are going to be enzyme sufficient, you know, don't don't have enough of that enzyme. Right. And they're going to be have a lot of intoxication from it. There's going to be a lot of people that 
have too much of the enzyme mm-hmm. and they don't ever feel anything. Right. So that's the future, you know, smoking something, taking a little tablet, an enzyme blocker. Right. And instead of me on being high for only two for two hours, I might have psychoactivity for eight hours. Right. And it could be every three hours takes inhale, inhale one gram. Right. So what you do you know? prefer, Doc? Oh, I love the dab, bro. Are you a dabber? I'm a concentrate. I'm I'm seven ten all day. Yeah. Mm. Most patients, you know, I've been uh, I haven't taken a break. Uh, I have phobia uh-huh. of taking a break, so I don't. You know, for my chronic cannabis users, you should take a like a three days off every every month, so your receptors can reset. And I mean, so you got to understand tolerance. That's what like, like, get that tolerance down. Man. Yeah. Right. So. But for chronic pain patients or someone that has that has to use cannabis all day every day, taking three days off is very is like a mountain mm-hmm. to me, and I'm not alone. So, right. I have oh, I have a terrible tolerance, um, and for people that you know had their first cup of coffee and was up for two days, and now you need eight cups of coffee a day. Right. Now you understand tolerance. Yeah, if you, and he's drinking Red Bull, so. Tolerance. So mm-hmm. tolerance is tolerance. Um, it's it's unavoidable with any drug. With sugar is a drug. Um, caffeine is a drug, and even with cannabis is a drug. The more cannabis you use, the res- your body's going to say, "Hey, we like balance because we have a natural cannabinoid system, right? Right. right. We ha- THC mimics what's already in our body, and atomide and two AG. Those are the two natural." cannabinoids in our body uh, it just sticks way better and lasts way longer right mm-hmm. so what your body's going to do is 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 down regulate a lot of your receptors you know but that your body heals right when you stop so i have such a terrible tolerance because i'm scared to take a break right, right? like right, most can break, like right, man, right. It ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth it. We want to take the Motrin and perks again. (laughs) So, um, bro, concentrates is a little for a same, take a little bit of cannabis for the same therapeutic effect. So instead of smoking two or three grams, I can do a concentrate, maybe weighing like, you know, 0.25, and I'm going to have the same effect. Same effect, right, right, right. Um, So it's very, it's stronger and concentrates like wax, batter, uh, um, crumble, um, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. sugar, whatever. All yeah. the good shit. Yeah, all the concentrates. You love, you love to dab too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a you baby dabber. Got a hell dabber. of a dab story. I mean, I'm a baby dabber. You got I'm a, a hell of a dab story. I, I can't listen, man. I, one time I took a dab, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the floor, can't get up, don't want to DJ really? shit. Hell yeah. Cancel the gig. Yeah. Give them their money back. I seen I people do throw it. up on it. Yo, listen. Because you know what? I hit it too Pass hard. Out. That was my thing. I hit I hit it too too hard. Trying to show off. No such then, thing, and, brother. And the next thing, yeah, I was out for the count. That's the point. I, so I, I'm talking about give them the deposit back. I'm not going to DJ this motherfucker. You know That's what? It. And, I, and I don't never do shit like that. Patients can't, like, recreational users aren't patients, and patients ain't work because we don't ever have those adverse events. Right. We're on it all day, every day. Uh, we're not the ones calling poison control. We're not the ones having car accidents because our tolerance is crazy. Yeah. So I haven't really met a rec user that can, like, smoke with me. Right. Yeah. If you find if you find one, let me know. 
And then I'll come back. Doc, I think I can. I'll smoke. bring my rig and everything. I'll bring my rig. Yeah, Doc, I, I, I know my everything. slaps don't hurt, but <laughs> no, you're gonna dab. That nigga was gonna dab. Little baby tap. You're gonna dab. We're gonna dab. Man, hell nah. We're gonna. Huh? On a chain dab. You know, you know what? I mean, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't damn. When's the last time I dabbed? I ain't dabbed in a minute. I'll come back, bro. We'll chain dab. Have a good time. We'll show them all. Fuck it. Let's do it. I ain't, I'm yeah. with that. We could do that. Yeah. Like, next time you come, I'm definitely will, brother. You, are you dabbing? Shit, I'm. Yeah, I'm dabbing for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make yeah. it. I'm a. You gonna tap out before I do? Yeah. Nah, bro. My tolerance just came up since I've been in Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I won't tap on the dab. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I'm. I'm. I'm up there now, yeah. man. Okay. I got you. You got I your hope. wings. We'll see if you got your stripes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I think what was the latest product? Uh, product that you just dropped was it the syringe? Um, the syringe is definitely the latest. Uh, okay. Latest because we were I was sourcing for Georgians for a long time, and it's hard. You know the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know if if that chemotype or those terpenes are off just by a percentage, mm-hmm. that kid's having seizures again. You know, or that sickle cell pain is back, you know. So um, there's no central database. There's no, so there's a lot of problems with the cannabis industry. Right. Uh, you know, Blue Dream on the East Coast is not Blue Dream on the West Coast. Yep. So that's why we're going to get away with chemovars and pink panties and all that. You know, it's going to be a, there's going to be three main drug types. It's going to be high THC, low CBD. It's going to be low CBD. Uh, with I mean high CBD with very low THC and this is going to mm. be CBD only and there's going to be a bunch of terpene profiles and you're going to see the four main heavy metals and that's it mm. so the names are going to die right so that's and, that's the future let me ask, sure let me ask you what's your soon th- future right what's your thoughts on like other states you know becoming you know legal in cannabis and Georgia still hasn't like and then like and then knowing how we kick it here like yeah like 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 you know we go to our we have more freedoms than they do that's what i'm that's exactly yo listen let me tell you something that's what i'm saying how is it that we have (laughs) so much freedom in this moment you could be be anywhere like just because we ain't growing yet once we start growing these dispensaries oh the regulation will come all right oh yeah because that big money comes because the state has a budget that they expect Right. From taxes. Yeah. That board that raised fifty million for that class one and that other board that raised twenty million for that class two, you know, they, they want some money. Right. So the regulation is around the corner. You know, Yo, this drug war will be reinvented. Yeah. And I implore people to get cards, be safe. That's when it's gonna change. Yeah. I I think about that all the time, especially when I go out of um different cities and it's like the legal states and it's like Dang, you can't, you, can't, you can't smoke nowhere. You can't go outside and smoke. You can go to the store and get it, but you can't smoke nowhere. Not Especially the club. Vegas. Not, huh? Especially Vegas until now they got the consumption lounges, but you Especially know. Especially Vegas. Yep. Especially in Vegas. Yeah, yeah nothing, no, nothing yeah. like A-Town, man. Yeah, I feel yeah. super safe in Atlanta. Man, super, listen, super safe. I knew Atlanta was special when it was during COVID. <laughs> and, and they, you know, they made that rule, everybody stay in the house. I went down the street, you know, the motherfucking detail shop was still pumping, <laughs> washing yeah. cars and shit. I'm like, and JJ's is stopping? Like, what the fuck going on? Yeah, 
Yeah, we gotta get keep the right politicians that won't stop. Atlanta stuff. is real, right. nigga. And uh, cause of cause of COVID, cannabis is now essential business. Oh yeah. So you yeah, know, we we've definitely spoke on that on the show, man. Yeah. It was deemed essential Boom, essential man. service during cannabis, man. Yeah, I mean, during COVID. It, you know, that's when the numbers went 10x. Yeah. Yes. When nobody could get out the house. You know what I mean? Yes. But, um, you know, I, I um, you know, we really appreciate what you got going on, man. You know, uh, I've learned a few things on this episode, man. You I know, know I did shit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely um, been uh, really pushing for the culture. Um, you know, I definitely want to try your products. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, you know, I haven't tried them yet. I'll bring them through, bro. Yeah, I definitely want to try the products, man. Hell yeah. Is there anything um, that you would like to, uh, anything new you're working on or any collabs or anything, any any more gems you want to drop on the people, man? Uh, you've been dropping gems all episodes. Facts. You separated separated one shoulder and you've been dropping gems. (laughs) It's all good. I'm going to start working out tomorrow. Get some that (laughs) D-ho. Get that hole out your heart. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, uh, what I'm working on, you know, I just, you know, I have my own aspirations. I would love yep. to be a, a chief medical officer nice. one day. Um, so, just just way f- manifesting that. Um, definitely want to get a nonprofit going so I can help the sickle cell community, help the marginalized. Um, right now, this is a have and have not system. If you got a lot of bread, mm-hmm. cannabis can be your medicine every day. Right. Uh, he can tell you the prices. Yeah. And if you got a chronic illness, usually um, one parent sticks around, you know, from mm-hmm. my experience. Uh, one parent bails out. Disability, there's not much disposable income. Yeah. So they're stuck on the Medicaid, Medicare, they're stuck on the bullshit while everyone else is getting better, you know? So we got to make this industry way more equitable. And um, I just implore people to... Um, be part of that change. Get the education. And I mean more equitable. I mean, I'm talking ownership. Uh, yeah. They're posting jobs here in Atlanta, but you just be a manager, you know? Right. And um, so the opportunities for ownership, you know, you got to strike now, you know? Uh, there's no celebrities in cannabis. Reach out and talk to people. Get your resumes. Get your CVs together. Get on LinkedIn. Uh, it's not a popularity contest. Most people I found are reachable. Um, you know, it might not be that way longer, you know, but uh, you know, I waited an hour outside to talk to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so trust me, <laughs> there's no celebrities, you know. Um, uh, we're all uh, this industry built off the we backbone of people that are dead or in jail. Those are the real pioneers. So there's there's no egos either. Mm. You know, we're, we're 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 standing on their shoulders. You know, facts. Um, I agree. With that. You know. Cannabis was synthesized 1974, we found out about THC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the government was doing studies, you know, um, sold the Marinol. You know, we have synthetic THC products that are FDA approved. We have pure CBD that's FDA approved. Uh, Epidolex, you know, uh, Marinol, Sesame, Nabilin, those are synthetic THC um, medications that doctors can prescribe. So they know the health benefits. Right. Um also, there's a lot of criminal justice reform we got to do. Uh, the expungement programs ain't been working. Just look at the evidence base. You know, everyone say, you know, we're going to do expunge. You know, it's just a popular word. word Those right. need to be automatic, paid by the state. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and programs to rehabilitate them, get them back in. 
get them in careers. Uh, so that needs, you know, that needs to be automatic sealed programs. Because you can just imagine going, showing up to court where you've been sentenced. It's a lot of trauma, and a lot of people just don't show back up. And they got to find a lawyer, all that crap. So right. get on that. And I'll be happy, man. That's just, you know, I found a, I found passion and I found something that I can do until I die, you know. Right. So if, if there's, there might be purpose for you in cannabis and life is all about finding purpose. Facts. All right. Cool, man. Well, uh, again, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, definitely were uh, very, uh, it was an episode of a lot of education for us, a lot of education for our subscribers and our listeners, man. Um, come to the page, Smoke With Me Podcast on IG. Go to the YouTube, click the link so you can uh, watch the new episodes. Episode 10, man. Uh, I mean, excuse me, episode 11. Yes, sir. Had a good time, man. Um, and I look forward to learning more from you and having you come on the show again. Appreciate it, bro. Pre- thanks for having me. Um, no doubt. It's been a pleasure and an honor, bro. Appreciate you. Hell yeah, G. Appreciate Don't you. Don't break his arm. Don't break his arm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, baby. Smoke With Me Podcast, episode 11. We out. Wolf of Weed Street, baby.